Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. And I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello? Hello, Ben. Can you hear me all right? Hi. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ash, before we get started, you're the best. I'm pumped to be with you tonight. It's late. I'm on the East Coast. I think you Same are here. as, yep. as well, but we, we did this um, because we want to wait till the show was over on the East Coast, and we're doing this live on the Stereo app because uh, it's an app we love. We think it's the best way to come to everybody live. This is completely unedited. Again, um, just a little uh, introduction. This is the Almost Famous podcast. Ashley Kennedy is the star of the show. and Okay, Ashley, okay now. We uh, we have a lot to talk about tonight, like a ridiculous amount. amount. Um, should we dive into it right away? Yeah. So we had Men Tell All and um, an elimination all in one episode. So shall we begin with the first half where we see Bennett come back and uh, yes. Bennett be uh, very uh, anticlimactic, to say the least, right? Oh, so anticlimactic. It's just... 
it's frustrating to me, Ashley. And you know, Bennett is a guy that like we both liked initially, and then he just like he kind of had the I wouldn't would you call it a slow burn into like not being somebody we loved on the show, or was like a slow burn burn? into villainhood? Yeah, Um, yeah, but I also feel like he's not like super polarizing he's not a real villain it's like definitely the kind of villain that you love to hate like you love watching him because he's so entertaining and you think he's kind of ridiculous and you're not sure if he's self-aware or not but i have to bring my is this weird i gotta bring my dad on because he is he's he's just gotten to know bennett over the past couple weeks but he has a lot of feelings on him and he's been able to see his biggest moments transpire and I think that it's kind of fun to get a fresh perspective. Well, before we bring him on, Ashley, I just want to mention this. Your dad is a doctor, Mm -hmm. um, a very intelligent doctor. Um, So his insight is one that we should all listen to. Yeah. Do you remember when we had him come onto the podcast when we talked about hand washing and and showering with soap with Dean? because. Dean was very open about how he never used soap. And my dad came on to talk about how unsanitary that is. Well, funny enough, and I guess it should be mentioned because it's relevant. My dad actually did his residency through Mass General through Harvard. So my dad, oh. in a way, is a Harvard man. or He, he is a Harvard man. He trained there for four years. So um, he's, he's a match to Bennett. <laughs> Dad's All right, match. Ashley. Hey, let's interview your dad. Take, bring him on. Okay. <laughs> I don't have as much Botox, and I have more socks than he has. <laughs> Wait, hold up, hold up. When you say socks, what do you mean you have more socks? Why is that something you're proud of? Because he doesn't wear socks. I mean, I, I, I don't get, I don't get this thing with the with the pants that are like three inches, you know, too short. No socks and the loafers on. It just, I don't get it, especially when you're wearing a suit. Uh, is this his is biggest that, gripe with him is that not a distinguished look i mean you're a doctor you operate in a hospital every day is the no socks look not distinguished in 2020 uh no i don't think so i mean i mean i see it on tv all the time but i don't see it happening in a hospital <laughs> oh this is great well what a start <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, he also feels like he was absolutely, he was mind, dad was a little bit mind boggled last week because he got to know Tasha's remaining guys through that episode. And he was like, these guys are great. There's a lot of depth here. And then he was so confused why Tasha, who he thinks is amazing uh, mm-hmm. and intellectual and beautiful, still is keeping Bennett around. Dad, your thoughts? I, I have no thoughts. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. It's so it, the whole thing is so cliche. I mean, I, I don't want, I don't know what to say. It's just, there's so many other good guys out there and I don't understand why she was holding on to this. You keep saying though, he's not real. It's not real. So you think well, he's acting? I don't know whether he's acting or not, but it is cliche. I mean, it's, you know, there's a lot of Botox, a lot of ego, a lot of no socks, and a lot of short pants. I, I, I don't know what else. I don't know what else to say. Well, hey, let's pause here for a second because this is Ben and Ashley and Ashley's father, and you're listening to the Almost Famous uh, podcast recorded live on stereo. Ashley, back to you. 
Yes. Okay. So, well, anyway, we saw last night's episode, you know, she ends up bringing him back as we saw the, you know, at the end of the episode, but then at the beginning where we'd think Bennett would come back into the storyline immediately, we don't see him at all until he shows up at the rose ceremony, tells the other guys that she wrote him a note saying to meet him there. And then he gets eliminated. It's just like, what was that? Was that just like another play? That was just like another way to get drama out of a not so dramatic uh, portion of the season? Uh, You know, Ashley, my thought is this. I think, I I honestly believe I'm with your dad. Like, Taysha is wonderful. I don't think many people in America will disagree with that. Like, I think Taysha along with a few other bachelorettes, but it's like, because we're focusing on Taisha, I think Taisha is going to come out of this as being one of the most beloved leads of all time. And I think when somebody comes to you and drops a bomb on you, like Bennett did, Mm -hmm. I mean, from my, my experience, like you're always trying to do the right thing, not the right thing for TV and not the right thing for the show, but like the right thing for you And when something like that happens, especially late at night, and when all this chaos has gone on, it's hard to process. Like, you're tired, so you don't know what to say. And so sometimes the easiest answer is, like, can this just wait? Like, can you just give me 24 hours? And, like, you stick around because that's no harm, no foul for anybody. Like, you stay here, and I'll figure this out. And when I come back, I'll make the decision. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, Ashley, you know better than I do. Um, you're a historian of the show. Has it ever worked in Bachelor or Bachelorette history where somebody's gotten eliminated for not like unfair reasons, but for good reasons, came back because it's happened, came back and said, hey, mm-hmm. I want another shot. And it's actually worked. Um, no, no, I've actually never seen somebody leave and then come back to another rose ceremony, except for maybe myself. <laughs> because uh, I'm thinking back on Bachelor in Paradise. And I left. I got eliminated at a rose ceremony. And then I came back and I asked if I could have another try. And I came back. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm sorry. My dad has one other thing to say. He's itching to say it. So I got to give him the mic. Ben, she stuck it to him. She invited him back knowing that she was going to reject him. You're trying to uh. say that Tasha was trying to give Ben an ego check? Yes. I guess that's a good theory. That's not a bad theory. It's It's like, I'm going to reject you yet again. Oh, so beautiful. I mean, that would be wonderful, right? Like, hey, let's bring this guy in. Let's, like, let's let him get all confident again. And then let's just, like, make him realize that he is not the one. Hey, I'm not against that. Like, I don't don't have any problem with that if that's Tasha's strategy. Yeah, hey, it wasn't a bad one. And then it was kind of funny to see uh, Bennett and Noah both leave at the same time after they were both on that two-on-one, right? And those are the two guys that got eliminated at that rose ceremony. I guess we should talk about Riley, who was also eliminated at the beginning of this episode, but didn't leave at a rose ceremony. And I think that was because Tasha had a softer spot for Riley than any of the other guys, especially Bennett and Noah. She, um, I think she just respected him a lot. I think she wanted to know how much she like really like loves him as a person, but maybe maybe not as a romantic prospect. That's right. No, you're right, Ash. Well, 
uh, we're going to dig into Riley. We're going to dig into a little bit more of Bennett. The even the uh, no elimination here in just a second. But before we do, we got to stop and pause for a second because we are the Almost Famous Podcast. This is Ben and Ashley, and we're recording this live on the Stereo app. Ashley, uh, before we dive into everything about this episode, and we're going to break it down to the fullest extent, we got to run through Bachelor headlines. You're the expert at this. Uh, let me take you through it. We're going to start with the very first headline. In our rundown, Bachelorette Tasha Adams, ex-husband Josh, details why they divorced. Shades his ex in tell-all interview. This according to Us Weekly. Ashley, this is Ugh. a big deal. And here's, ben, here's my I don't thought. Even know. Uh, yeah, go for it. What's your thought on it? Here's my thought before we get started. Now, Tasha has obviously opened up about her past relationship, which is fair to do, right? Like, even... Uh, you open up about your past relationships, even though you're married. I open up about mine. They're part of our yeah. story. But I've never felt like I've gotten a bad depiction of Josh based on Tasha's uh, insights and her vulnerability towards the relationship. So for him to do this feels like a, a grab that is unnecessary. But Ashley, I want to pass it over to you to break down the story. Uh, he was given the platform this week by another podcast, and I just... I don't, I don't like the move at all. I think he wanted to clear his name a little bit in the fact that, um, you know, she brought up the cheating a lot in the past couple of weeks and that being the main reason for divorce. And I think the guy just wanted to get out there and say that there were other reasons. There were other reasons for the fact that they got divorced besides his cheating, that they weren't, that they weren't perfect for each other in other ways. And they got married yeah, and all that. Um, but like, other than that, I don't feel like elaborating. <laughs> yeah, it's just unfortunate. And you know what? Like, we're going to celebrate Tasha. She's a part of the Bachelor family. She's a lead in this franchise. She's somebody that America has just fallen in love with. She's done a great job. And she's she hasn't faked her way through that. That's one thing here is we can all say that Tasha has done this the best she possibly can. So there is no reason to elaborate. Now, Ashley... Uh, we're going to have uh, a little bit more here in the episode, but I do want to pause here for just a second and say, yes, this is live on the Stereo app. Uh, Stereo is one of our favorite uh, apps to use. We've done this twice now because it's a fun way to come to all of you. Um, send in your uh, your questions. We'll try to get to them at the end, and if we don't, we'll get to them at another time, I promise. Ashley, just a few more headlines here, uh, especially relating to Tasha's season. Chris Harrison mm -hmm. teases Rocky ending for Tasha Adams' Bachelorette season. This is according to Us Weekly. Yeah, I mean, this is crazy. So I just want to read it directly because a rocky ending. What could that mean? That means the underdog comes through, right? Or at least the underdog makes a real good chance of coming through because if we're really thinking about Rocky 1, we know Rocky doesn't actually win in the end, but that like he kind of like goes on in a sense. So... Um, this is this is what Harrison said this week. He said, you see in the previews that she's in a dress and there's a couple close calls. Look, she's falling in love. These men are falling in love, but they are all willing to go where she, but are they all willing to go where she wants this to go? I guess that means an engagement. Are they mm. willing to take that last step? Maybe those previews show you it's not going to end well. Okay, so here's my quick theory on this. To me, Brendan is such a rocky figure. He's um, he's a little bit more shy and demure than most of the guys that are front runners on the show. And he's the one that has expressed the most hesitance, or at least 
I've perceived so far about um, getting engaged at the end of this. He's a little worried about meeting the family this week. And then like, is he going to be ready for a proposal? I don't know. We see him um, pondering this in the scenes in the next episode. So I think maybe we'll even know more about this tomorrow, but I, I can see if it's going to be a Rocky like ending, maybe, maybe oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh am i totally in misinterpreting this i'm thinking rocky rocky the movie and then harrison's talking about a rocky ending as in like a shaky ending i was gonna say <laughs> he's totally made my own theory <laughs> actually i was gonna say i think you're far <laughs> off here i think i think this ending for Tasha is one that we're all gonna feel rocky for ending. <laughs> uh, yeah ash you must have had a big dinner tonight um because <laughs> I really think that all this means is that this isn't going to go according to how we think. Um, I think it's going to be a beautiful thing for Tasha. I think she uh, is going to walk out of this, though, not with the expectations that we all have. And but yeah, like Rocky type of music, who knows? Maybe Brendan does run up the, the stairs. And pushes his hands in the air and celebrates at the end of this. I don't know, actually. <laughs> oh my None god, I can't know. believe I went so deep with that with that analogy. I don't know if and that's PS. deep. Ash, I don't know, Ash. I don't know if that's deep. I don't hey. know. I went really deep with that like analogy, thinking it was Rocky and being totally mistaken for my, my interpretation, totally mistaken. My dad just whispered to me, he goes, The problem is she sent the wrong guy home. I think he's referring to Riley. You uh, like well, Riley. Riley? Yeah. Riley is an incredible figure on this show. Huge biceps, very good-looking dude, and he handled the exit really well. But Ashley, before we get into to Riley's exit, let's do this. We're recording. We are recording this live on the Stereo app, and also we want to give a shout out to a firm. Ashley, a firm yeah. is, is somebody that supports our podcast because we support them. They're just a company that we find very beneficial for the holiday season. Here's the thing. Um, for this holiday season, Affirm is something that you want to look into. Again, it's A-F-F-I-R-M. Now, if you are purchasing gifts for this holiday season um, and you want to use stores like Walmart, Pottery Barn, Casper Sleep, Poshmark, and Priceline, and many more, there is an easy way to do it, and that's using Affirm. Ashley, tell them what it's about. Okay, so I love Affirm because, yes, all those places that you just listed off, like Walmart, Pottery Barn, Poshmark, like they can have some they can have some pricey items, you know, and some things that y- you want to buy right now, but you don't know that you can really buy it right now. You know what I mean? So whether you're shopping for that one big ticket item that you want to get the family, or whether you just want to get everything checked off your list, Affirm gives you a smarter and more transparent alternative to a credit card. They've got no mm-hmm. late fees, no hidden charges. Affirm tells you exactly how much you'll owe and when you'll be done paying. So you can buy the perfect gifts today with absolutely no gotchas tomorrow so visit affirm.com slash famous to shop the latest electronics fashion home goods travel and more and then pick the payment plan that works best for you head to affirm.com backslash famous to get started today that's affirm.com backslash famous or download the free affirm app for eligible customers what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. 
we have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal yeah. with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ashley, we'll go through more headlines later, but before we do, I want to take a few uh, questions from the people watching this on the Stereo app right now. Again, we're live on the Stereo app. Yes. So please send in your questions. Ashley, you ready for this? We never know what we're going to get. I love questions, and I love that they're audio. Go for it. Do you guys actually think Bennett had a chance? Like, really? Did he have a chance? I mean, I thought he did when she had him back because I was like, it's got to be, there's got to be some pull there to even let him back in the house. But, you know, no. like, I, no, 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 never had no. then why did she even let him back in? I don't, because she why was, she she was it was, it was too much too soon. She just couldn't say no at that point because she didn't know what was happening. <laughs> She wasn't okay, well, you've been dude. a so you understand how like you just don't want to do certain things at certain times. So that must have been You're what it tired. was. You're tired. You're tired because <laughs> as soon as you send somebody send somebody home, then you have to sit into an interview and explain why you sent them home. It's going to be another two hours before you go to bed. If you just say, "Hey, you go do your thing, come to the rose ceremony later," then everybody's happy. You get to go to bed on time. And are you telling me that this Ashley, like, you really think Bennett? had a chance above Zach or no, like, no, 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 no. I thought maybe he had a chance of going to hometowns just to be that fourth guy. Maybe not that I don't know. Had a chance to win. I okay, know, fine. Actually. I'm ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. But I, I thought that perhaps we were missing something in that relationship that we weren't being shown because she even said during that two on one last week that she was expecting to give him the rose meaning he would have been going through. Uh, oh, he would have gotten through that rose ceremony, but probably been eliminated at this this past rose ceremony. Okay, okay. All right, let's, let's take move another, on to question. another question. Yeah. So, was anyone else uncomfortable when Bennett put his hand on Zach and Zach said, "What the hell are you putting your hand on me for?" Uncomfortable? I don't know. I just thought it was like Bennett being Bennett. It was funny for us to see. You know who Bennett kind of reminds me of? And, like, I love this person dearly um, because I've gotten to know him personally. And I, JJ? And I do, <laughs> yeah, yes. It's, it's he's oh, yeah? JJ from Caitlin's season. Um, you know, Bennett, though, like, has played it up more than JJ ever did because JJ showed a vulnerability and, like, a desire to be there more than Bennett did. But, yeah. like, Bennett has that just like prestige, but yes, I found it uncomfortable 
but mostly on the side of Bennett. Like, I think Zach had every right to be like, dude, hey, like, you just came back. You just added one more person to this whole thing. I'm not happy you're here. Please don't touch me. Like, there's no reason to touch me here. Like, you were gone, and I was good with it. Nobody was sad that you were gone. Okay, one more question, Ashley. Again, this is live on the Stereo app. So if you have a question for Ashley and I and you want to send it in here, uh, you can do it because we're live right now on the Stereo app recording the Almost Famous podcast. What did you guys think when Tasha had to straddle Blake for the breathing exercise? Was that I did not a like good it. emotionally connecting exercise or was everyone just as uncomfortable as I was? Do you remember when JoJo had to do that with Chase? I do. Yes, it's yeah. funny. Yes. There's like a lot of that tantric sex, but not sex, but like breathing and yoga that goes on on the show. And sometimes it's cool and sometimes it's uncomfortable. And I just felt like a little bit uncomfortable here, mainly because they didn't have the chemistry that I thought JoJo and, and, and Chase had. Because these two, like they weren't connecting and then she had to sit on top of them. If you're connecting, well, then it's not as awkward to watch or as uncomfortable for the two involved. Well, maybe I'm crazy here, actually. Um, but, like, if you and Jared had to do that date right now, like, you're married. It would actually still in... be awkward. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, if Jessica and I were called on a date and she, and somebody said, you need to sit on Ben's mm -hmm. lap, like, six inches from his face <laughs> for, the next, for the next 20 minutes, stare into his eyes and, like, just focus on whatever it is that's going on. Like, I feel yeah. like I would be uncomfortable. I'd be like, hun, you need to, like, get off. Like, I don't know. This is getting weird at every level, right? Like, no matter what, it's going to be a little awkward. Maybe I'm crazy. No, no, no. It's definitely going to be awkward in general, but it was specifically awkward. And I f almost felt bad because there wasn't chemistry there. Yeah. And well, then, like, actually, it was so awkward at the end of it when, like, Blake was like, man, yeah, I really grew into feeling cool with it. And then Tasha was like, yeah, I never got that. <laughs> I never I never got there. I just wasn't yeah. feeling it the whole time. Ashley, I'm gonna try one of these here. Uh we're gonna do one more uh one more question or two two more questions. One more okay, question. so Ed says that Chasen is the three Fs. That's fake, fraud, and phony. We know phony doesn't actually begin with an F, but that's why I think Ed <laughs> is so brilliant here. With a, a statement with an analysis that concise, that perfect, do you think that he should still be a contestant? I do. Wow. Well, that question was from Easton, and that was that is a great point. I do you even think, Ben, that Ed realized that phony starts with a P? Yeah, I do. Because he called it out. You, like, you do you oh okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Someone called I it think out. He does. Yeah, he called okay. it out. I, I think he did. I think that's what's what's brilliant about Ed. I think Ed's super. Sorry, smart. I did I missed that. Yeah. No, I think he's really smart. Um, in fact, I think he's so smart that he gets in his own way because he kept trying to outsmart many people along the way and he just ended up making mm -hmm. himself look like a drama causer. Yeah. Well, can I just talk about the fact that they even spoke about Chasen while Chasen wasn't there? I thought that was really bizarre during the men tell all portion of the episode to even have Chasen be brought up when he wasn't there to defend himself. Yeah, well, what... That, okay, before we get into breaking down the episode, Ashley, let's pause here uh, and talk about this because let's skip ahead to the end of the episode, which is the Mintel All. Mm -hmm. um, 
because it was yes it was dramatic as chris harrison said it was heated but we didn't get a lot out of it you know i don't even want to mention yosef's yosef's name during this would be the only time we do it it was pointless it was wrong it was bad he didn't do anything good for for anybody in that whole thing but there was this level where there's a few characters um that we didn't see on the mental that we expected to see chasen being one of those uh why bizarre he wasn't there yeah why were there some like very standout characters not on this mental all i don't i don't know can who can you think of other than chasen um, well i mean I, you know who I, else I, uh isn't it weird that easy wasn't there well it, it's weird that easy wasn't there um i'm trying to look up here the cast members to this season um as, as we go along here but i do know that yeah there was only what how many of them were there how many uh there were there there like in in that yeah, audience like maybe 12 i was gonna say 12 uh-huh yeah there's 12 of them and i and i feel like there was more than 12 standout characters this year right yeah but then at the same time you know that they're being very safe with covid so what they did was and i i think i can say this they filmed this at nemecolon they filmed this reunion at nemecolon um while they filmed um when they filmed Matt season so they were only flying i think they were only going to fly out a couple guys they knew would they would get good content from but i still think they would get pretty good content from Jason and Easy so that doesn't really explain why they were there other mentionables um is Joe is Joe oh who everybody loved like such an underdog everybody loved Joe and Spencer um, and Spencer was her first impression, Rose, and we know that not much developed there, but it still would have been nice for them to, like, kind of talk about why we never saw anything blossom. Isn't it weird that, I mean, we were, I was thinking about that after this week's episode, like, you know, obviously Joe is somebody I think we should have been there, more than Chasen, more than Spencer. Like, Joe was loved, yeah. he was caring, um, but then you have Spencer, who was the first impression, Rose, on her season, and we never really never heard from him again, like, we thought he was going to be a drama star, and then he just disappeared. Is there that is is there something I missed or forgot this season about him because he was just gone? About for who? Spencer. No, Spencer. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think they tried to give him drama in the beginning, but they didn't. I was I was a little distracted by the fact that like um, okay, so you know how Joe's an anesthesiologist, and and being that my dad is here an anesthesiologist. Dad, why do you think an anesthesiologist wouldn't go far in The Bachelorette? Because if you say that they have personalities, they have what's the, what's their mo? Because like apparently every they're OCD. They're, <laughs> they're OCD. We're OCD. And aren't you like the? Aren't you known as the nerds, which kind of reflects? Well, yeah, we're nerdy. We like you know computers and you know technical stuff. And but yeah. No. Okay. Fine. That wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I, I think your dad's him. great. I think your dad's great. <laughs> he just said they're, they're OCD, which is interesting. Maybe he was too like he was just too nervous the entire time. Anyway, Joe was a great character. We'll see more of him in Paradise if he doesn't have a girlfriend. But as far as Spencer, to answer your question, I just don't think that Spencer has. Um, I just think that he just wasn't an interesting character, and they had nothing but a physical chemistry. Well, actually, uh, moving on now to the episode, we obviously just talked about Blake's date. Blake was uh, a figure on this season that was loved, uh, that we believed would go far. We didn't know how far. He had a one-on-one with Tasha that didn't end well. Blake ended up going home. 
But that mm -hmm. kind of like catapults us into the rest of the episode. It was uh, also the most obvious thing ever. It was. I mean, even th their eye contact during that date, like when they were sitting with each other, he was staring into her, her eyes. And you could just see that she didn't want to be there. Like she just didn't want to. Oh, and I wanted to let the audience know that we actually have Blake coming on the podcast this week. So you'll be able to, um, we'll be able to ask him these questions, you know, about like how the intimacy was on this date, if it was obvious to him, whether he was eliminated. And um, of course we will um, get, we'll get you guys to get to know him a little bit better. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for the bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, Sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle. And I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The guys didn't expect Tasha to walk into the room in the next part of the episode. And yeah. this is where things get pretty, I think just maybe the most like heart-wrenching part of the season so far. Totally. Uh, was- totally. Was, was not only Blake's departure, but then Tasha needing to go in and talk to Riley. Walk everybody out there listening through this Riley segment. I feel like when we saw Tasha walk in there, so emotional, we knew she was going to eliminate someone. And in my gut, I was like, okay, she's going to eliminate someone that we all feel very attached to, a very sympathetic character. And I thought it's going to be Ivan or Riley. And it was Riley. I actually thought like as, as the season progressed, I actually thought it was going to be reversed. I thought Riley was going to get a hometown. Ivan was going to get set home. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could see like Riley was just kind of like, what did I do? Um, like, was it, you know, was it me? Like, what is there anything I can do? And she just, she's just like, it, I love the fact that at the mental all portion, she, you know, she clarified it wasn't at all the story that he told her because like how heartbreaking was it that like he spent months wondering whether he loaded too much on her Mm. that was so sad but you know i mean i think she just i think she could have brought him to hometowns but she just knew he wasn't gonna make top two and she didn't want to bring the family into it because you know she knows his history with the family 
and she just didn't want him to get more emotionally involved. But I think like in her heart, he probably placed higher than he got eliminated. Does that make sense? It does. And it's, it's also uh, kind of that unique scenario where, and we've talked about it on the podcast many times before, where you see a guy like Riley, um, where he's going to be fine. And like, I know this hurts him um, because he's losing an amazing woman in Tasha. But like the growth that he's had as a person, his vulnerability through this process, the way he's allowed himself. And then even his exit with telling Tasha, like, hey, I would love to sit here and talk this through with you. I know I'm going home. And the longer I sit here with you, the more it hurts. Like that Mm -hmm. is a sign of incredible maturity. He is going to be fine, but it hurts to see him go. Ashley, uh, we do have a few more questions that got sent in. Should we listen to them real quick before we move into the second row ceremony? Yes, I would love to. My dad agrees with you 100%. He's now, um, he's a co a silent co-host. <laughs> I love your dad. <laughs> what is your favorite and least favorite experience on the show? Oh, this is a macro question. My favorite experience on the show, and this is so, well, okay. So obviously it's meeting my husband. Uh, it's the first moment that I laid eyes on him. It's um, like one specific conversation that never aired. And it was probably like our first um, emotionally intimate time where we like kind of like got to know about each other's families and our interests and stuff. And it never aired. Um, but when I think back on the show, besides Jared, I just love the community that comes out of it. I loved how on The Bachelor, it felt like a big sorority house. Uh, I love just being able to develop relationships without the distractions of technology and stuff. And especially when you get to be like in your upper 20s and stuff, you don't really make friends as easily. But when you're in the bachelor house and you're like all in one situation together, it you guys click real fast. No, How about you, you, yeah. Well, I think mine would go back to like my time on the bachelorette when I admitted my biggest insecurity for the first time in my life, like even to myself. And it inspired, you know, it's kind of led me into today. Like, it's how I know myself today. It's allowed me to be more vulnerable. It's allowed me to be more open during my time as The Bachelor. Um, I would not be the same man today if it wasn't for that moment where I felt comfortable enough mm-hmm. saying, like, hey, I, I don't feel like I know myself. Or I don't feel like anybody else really knows me either. Um, I think it's just kind of catapulted me into the next phase of my life, which is something I'm eternally grateful for. Now, Ashley... Uh, the reason that we can answer these questions live right now is because we are, we're live on the stereo app. This is the almost famous podcast. I'm Ben and my co-host is Ashley here. Ashley hi. moving in. <laughs> hi. Uh, and we also have our dad <laughs> in the background, probably super invested in this whole thing. Um, but I think he wants a mic ceremony. for next episode. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, we have a rose ceremony to talk about. Bennett walks through the door out of nowhere uh, we all know as viewers that Bennett's there. The guys have no clue. Ashley, tell everybody listening like what it's like to have kind of these things happen when you're sitting there and you don't know what to expect. And then also, were you shocked by the outcome? I was actually shocked that the guys didn't make more of a hoopla about it. They were kind of like, oh, what are you doing here? Oh, Tisha wrote me a note. I asked to come back. She told me to meet her here. And they were like, okay. Like, I think they were just like, all right, if we start drumming with this guy, we know it's not going to be good for us. So let's just sit back. Um, but then, but then, you know, of course, we see him get eliminated. I think, I think every guy in there knew that he was going to get eliminated. 
and that's why they didn't freak out. What do you think? I'm with you. I don't think anybody was super intimidated by Bennett. I think they were more confused. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think anybody was like, oh, my gosh, like this Bennett guy is here to stay now. Uh, in fact, I think they're mostly right. just like, this is sorry for Bennett. Like, he's just going to get embarrassed. It's embarrassing. Uh, you know what else, yeah. Ben? Uh, what What's was up? so weird was that, like, I was thinking before Taisha walked into the room that she was going to walk in the room and be like, Bennett, what are you doing here? Like, I I didn't believe that she wrote him a letter. I thought that, like, the letter thing was going to be made up or something. And I also would have thought that she would have said something like, I see you guys see Bennett here. I brought him back because of so-and-so. But, like, she didn't address him at all. And it was just a little bit bizarre to me. I'm sure she did. It probably just didn't make the cut. Yeah, and who knows if she did because, I mean, am I wrong? I don't know. Things are blurring together, but she canceled the rose ceremony or the cocktail party, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe. So I don't think she had any doubt what was about to happen. Um. And then that's fine, right? Like, again, we got to give her credit. Like, she is walking through this process as a lead, trying to make the right decision for herself and for everybody involved. And so when something like this happens, like, she, if she needs more time, give her more time. It's Bennett's decision to even show up and give and risk it. Now, good on him yeah. for risking it, but he can't expect to stay after – can't expect to stay after she just said, hey, how about you stick around? And give me some time. Yeah, but I also think that the way he departed was very respectful this time. I mean, he was just like, all right, it's not me. Um, But, you know, like, good luck. And, like, I'm disappointed, but I'm happy for you. You know? Are you shocked? Are you shocked that Noah and Bennett went home at the same time? No. I think that I thought she was going to eliminate both of them last week. Together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Noah kind of... I mean, if w- without the Bennett drama, Noah didn't really have a strong showing this season. Am I he wrong? He had the mustache like, scene. The mustache scene took him far. It did. But, like, without that, he – he I don't think he's, like, a bad dude, but he's not exactly, like, memorable in the sense of, like, but Noah stands out, especially compared to the other characters, without the Bennett drama. Like, the Bennett drama is the one thing that helped him the most – which leads us into the men tell all. Um, now, Ashley, this men tell all starts out and it just gets heated, which is, I don't know. Tell me, is it, is it, is it fun for you when the mm. men tell all gets heated so quickly? Or would you rather this be like a slow burn, some more intentional conversations? Because I, I felt like it just got heated fast and then died off and we were done. Slow burn for sure. Um, I like the buildup. I like to like see the tension growing. Uh, mm-hmm. I thought that the one tell all was a little interesting because obviously they excluded Claire and that is good for Claire's sake, but the, uh, the audience may have missed out a lot because, but I understand why they did this because if they did have Claire, it would have been more like the guys ganging up on Claire for yeah. leaving early and not giving them a chance. So it'd be more like an attack on Claire than the than like the guys attacking each other. So I understand why we didn't do that. That's a good that was a good decision. Um but with these guys, I just don't feel like there was a lot of I just don't feel like there was a lot of drama to rehash. Um and 
Yeah, it just seemed like pretty like pointless. Like Noah and Bennett obviously got nowhere. Um, the Yosef thing, like he didn't even want to say his name, but I, I do want to bring up the, the fact that it was unprecedented for Chris Harrison to say, hey, you look really bad right now. And I'm trying to help you here, but like this is not going to go over well for you, buddy. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a moment to decide what you want to do. And he just continued like the guy makes me nervous. Well, it's one thing he ignores, and you and I have both had to admit to this, right? Because you come off the show, and you get a ton of attention. Or let's make it outside of the show. Like, you, you're in life, and things are all going well for you, and you feel like you're thriving, right? And so you start to set up walls to act like you're doing better than you are. Accountability is actually a beautiful thing. And when people mm-hmm. around you that have no vetted interest in you succeeding, right? Like nobody there really like has an interest in Yosef succeeding or looking better. But when you have a bunch of people Mm -hmm. saying, Yosef, you were wrong. Like you were mean, you're disrespectful, you're hypocritical. And then you have the host of the show going, Yosef, I'm going to give you a shot here. Like look look internally and he still ignores it. Like Like so crazy. It's really bad. It was so bad. You'd think that like he'd watch himself on the show, right? And really internalize a lot and feel really bad and truly sorry. And the guy just came back wanting to push his his like gross thoughts further down everyone's throat. By just saying, hey, this is my opinion and I'm going to stick to it. Well, hey, here's the thing. Your opinions aren't always true. They're not, they're not always helpful. They're not always good. We can't trust our opinions for everything. I can't trust mine, Ashley. You can't trust yours. Nobody can trust their opinions to be truth all the time. We've uh-huh. got to look yeah. for accountability. Now, Ashley, yeah, that's 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 actually a big pet peeve of mine when people like articulate their opinion as it is fact. It's like, no, no, no. You think or you believe, but doesn't mean that it is true. Mm-hmm. It feels very similar to self-describing. Ashley, we have two more questions <laughs> here. Uh, to get to uh again the reason that we can answer these questions are because we're on one of our favorite apps the stereo app we're live right now this is the almost famous podcast uh it's ben and ashley here talking uh the bachelorette recap ashley here's a question mm-hmm. who would you guys like to see on paradise this summer i think we all want joe on paradise I think Riley we definitely want Riley on Paradise. Yeah. Um, I want, oh my gosh, why is his name slipping my brain? Who's the guy that left because he was too hung up on Claire? Jason? Jason. Those are my top three. I would have to agree with you. I think, I think we're going to see Bennett because he's a character. Oh, I want to see Bennett. I want to see Bennett on Paradise. He's going to be so hilarious. Yeah. I, I you know what? I really enjoyed watching Riley. Um, I think there's some some guys that are still left on Tasha's season. I think all of them would be guys that I would be interested in seeing stick around for Paradise. Um, I think she has a really solid group of guys, and I'd like to see how they kind of move into the Paradise. Because in Paradise, you get to see uh, a little bit more of everybody. Like you get to see if they get uh-huh. like if they're drop if the drama comes out. Um, but I would I would agree with you in your top three, uh, and I would add all of Tasha's remaining men, whoever she doesn't choose, if she chooses somebody. Oh, of course. To yeah. the list as well. 
Ash, let's get to another yeah. question live on the stereo app. Who do you think was kept in the season for way too long? Uh, I mean, probably Bennett, even though at least I know he's polarizing. I know a lot of people don't agree with me here. He was fun to watch. So in that case, I don't mind him being around a long time. The other person that I think was around maybe a little bit beyond what I uh, felt would have been Blake. I just didn't feel anything between him and Tasha. Yeah. Who? Blake? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, but I don't think we got to see that to the end. And I think he did just enough to stick around as long as he did, right? He was sweet. Yeah. There's, he, he was there's real. He was someone sweet. like that every season. Yeah. He, he was. Well, Ashley, uh, we have two minutes uh, remaining uh, on this episode. And I wanted to get your thoughts on uh, the blooper reel because some are saying it's the best blooper reel of all time. It was one of the greatest in a long time, I'll tell you that, because I feel like the blooper reels have been really slacking the past couple seasons. It's just like bugs or something, or like a mic falls, like big whoop-de-doo. In this, we saw Claire eating, and that is that satisfied me fully. When she was going through like the dessert, the drink, the sandwich, all of that in one shot, fantastic. Claire's bloopers are really good. Yeah, this is... Uh... This was, I would say, one of the best blooper reels ever, because I think you're right. Uh, it was real. It was authentic. Uh, and, and maybe because they were in one location long enough. Um, mm-hmm. I do have one question for you, and we have about 20 seconds to answer it. Why was mm-hmm. Blake waxing Kenny? Um, I don't know. Kenny doesn't even look like a hairy guy to me. Maybe he is, and maybe that is all waxing, which just feels so painful. So... <laughs> so painful for me um, <laughs> i can't imagine it well ashley uh want to give a shout out again to the stereo app for having us on and, and letting us come on here and do this live to everybody out there listening thank you for everybody that listened tonight this is the almost famous podcast ashley please give your dad a hug uh from all of us tonight he is fantastic uh I have Aww, no doubt thanks. he was gonna be uh ashley uh with that we'll be back uh here tomorrow with another episode of the almost famous podcast breaking down not on the stereo app but we'll be doing it uh, a regular podcast uh breaking down the next episode because we have two this week of the bachelorette uh this has uh, been the almost famous podcast live on the stereo app but that i've been ben i've been ashley and we've got a whole bunch of headlines to cover tomorrow along with an interview with blake see you then guys bye stereo app you rock Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. 
And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there.